Okay, there. Except for I think. I think maybe. Uh, it's episode three of this series. Yes. Yeah. This was is it part three? three. Was it three? Yeah. yeah. Did we do yeah. two others? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was there. Part part three remember. of Three Musketeers. Yes. The Ooh, Fiend. That's right. The Fiend. The Fiend. That's and right. as always, that's the one waits until we're recording to get on his phone and start looking things up. That's right. He's well, a millennial. I, I wanted to him. know what episode we're on since you... But you, it won't show if you go... You have to look at the episodes that are that's scheduled. Right. Well, Moonstone is three parts, yes? Yes. What does that have to do with the subject we're talking about? Here's why. Here's the first tangent. <laughs> 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 so right now we are we have uploaded Mo- Moonstone part one. Yes, and we still haven't started talking about the thing we're talking about. Which is 17. <laughs> okay. And then it's 18, 19, right? Uh-huh. What's this accent? I don't know. I don't this know. is not people of color friendly. Stop That's it. Right. No, it's, it's the accent of <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> so yes, this is episode Who is the 22. Okay, now you've lost me. Twenty-two. I only took one year of Spanish. I'm being invaded. <laughs> There's a little, a little just pesty re- Mexican dog. That's <laughs> just remember the last time she did that, she made all the wires go crazy. I know. Is the nationality of the dog relevant? Why are we mentioning it? Because she's the Chihuahua mix. She'll figure it out. Um, so the ending, we all finished it relatively s- recently. We yes. finished it last night. That's one and I, and Dennis, you said you finished it yesterday. yesterday also. How do we feel about it? I have mixed feelings. I feel like justice was served. Yeah? You're That's like right. totally happy with how yes. everything ended? I okay. feel like partial justice was served. I feel like it was kind of like, I feel it like was weird. I feel like everybody doesn't have their head. I'm okay with that. Mm, see, I don't even know if that's true. Uh, so, so, a villain did lose their... Uh, their noggin. That's right. But the villain she was working for did not. I don't know. I, just I don't think I just she was working one, for one anybody. Huh? I don't think she was working for anybody. I think she was working for herself. Well, she was still doing missions for the Cardinal. But they were in her best interest. Sometimes. Most of the time. She, 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 she really had no reason to, to, yes. to like steal the gems for the queen thing. I think the but if she does a favor for him, he does a favor for her. All I'm saying is... She likes to have favors out to her for power. She has no reason to scratch the back of her head, nor could she reach it if she needed to. (laughs) See, the way that the whole book played out and and when we find out all the crazy things that she's done, Mm -hmm. I'm not even convinced that she actually died. I mean, it could have been, you know, she she, like... Because she's a demon? Yeah, like, what the fuck, man? I mean, it literally took the the guy who branded her. Yes. The first guy who was like, yeah, she needs to die. Yeah. And she got away from. That's right. To come back all the way at the end of the book. And, and I was kind of wondering when, when they did the whole, like, he goes off in the night and he keeps talking to people and then he tells them something mm-hmm. and they suddenly become afraid. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that's right. Yeah. Go down that way. I'm not going with you. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, the whole time I'm like, what is he saying to them that's freaking everybody out? And of course, we find out that what he kept saying to them is like, hi, I'm looking for your local executioner. Yep. What? See, I don't even think it was a local executioner. I think he was giving the name, and the name alone was like, oh, I'm not going over there. Wouldn't it be crazy if, like, every town had their own executioner? Like, now? Oh, yeah. That'd be crazy if, like, there was just, like, one guy, and it's like, what do you do? I chop off heads. Be like, yeah, you know. That'd be crazy. What? A, a judge <laughs> a judge Why? tells Why? A judge tell me people is guilty, and then uh, I swing my big old shiny sword. That's right. I don't know. I feel... When I... When I the end of the book is almost a separate thing to the rest of the book. Like mm-hmm. when I think about the book as a whole, yes, and I think about the ending, it almost feels like somewhere in the back of my mind there's an itch that feels like there's something that wasn't. Like the, the book was just so long, and there were so many different li- things mm-hmm. and stories, and the you whole just situation don't like the with the, the French. No, it's not that. Um, it just it, there was so much there, and it really all came down to this one woman. But there was so much extraneous shit that it's almost you like a tangents? math. There yeah. were so many tangents yeah. in the book. It felt like a math quiz. I wonder, where it's why, like I wonder why we're speaking about it. Are we the perfect podcast for that? <laughs> well, with one say we might even Dennis. be. <laughs> I was bothered because I still feel like the cardinal should have paid. Yeah, he got. He didn't he did get pay. anything. He did not pay. He did. Because remember, part of the thing. He's a cardinal. He'll pay in heaven if he, he gets there. Right. He he was sitting there talking about like, oh, he killed the woman, and at the same time he was like. Most kind of relieved because mm-hmm. there was something about that lady. I think she would have stabbed me in the back. Yeah. So it's like, 
No matter what, the cardinal wins out. Well, not without it, her head, she's you know, it's very hard to do that. And mm. and then D'Artagnan trying try, trying to be slick with him, he's like, be like, but I do have a pardon from you. And I like how the cardinal just took it like, hmm, rips it up, uh-huh. and then promotes him. That's yeah. right. For killing the one, the thorn in his side. That's right. Okay. okay. You could be a problem for me, or you could be your own problem. Right. Mm. Okay. Wait. 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 Let's let's back it up a little bit. How do we feel about that whole scene where she was incarcerated at the Winter's house, and that whole situation? So, I get the the thought process. The Winter has a lot of people in his employ. And he figured, I'm going to grab the most religious zealot of the soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's the one guy that can't betray me. That's right. Right. And he's the guy who betrays him. That's right. Because the woman, the, wait, sorry, the lady. Milady. Mm-hmm. Or the demon. She, she figures out. I don't even remember how she figured out what because form of the of way that he he brings her the book, the Bible at the end of the first the night. The and disgust. He's like, yeah, he's like he, he said that you're a Christian. Here's your book, so you don't feel like you're you're without your service. And the disgust and the way that he third partied that that sentence mm-hmm. and like and to get her him to her side, she basically just pretends to be from the same religion. Yes. Yo. But I I don't feel like that would work in reality. Yeah, it would. People you think are, so? People are stupid that way. Oh, it's like, hey, I pray to the same way you pray. Oh, then we're on the same side. Well, it's it's that natural that natural thing where people Idiocy. have a habit of believing the best in someone, and then if you throw in like extreme zealot level of religiousness into the mix, and you have this woman who's the Dorian Gray of women in this story, the most oh. beautiful creature ever. Did you hear that, everyone? That was a throwback. Yeah, it was a throwback. But it's just like this this angelic, beautiful, feminine creature that can sing and, and she knows how to throw all the act and do all of the, the emote everything every pain, every sentiment of suffrage and and she is of your religion. Mm-hmm. And then she comes up with this seemingly flawless story as to how she was branded. Mm-hmm. That That's, story was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It went on and on and on and I'm just like I thought she was gonna say it was D'Artagnan. That branded her. Well, we knew from like her conversation with the cardinal before she left, because mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, I, I, I need Buckingham to die," and she's like, "Yeah, I can get it done." And he's like, "How?" She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna find some crazy person. I'm gonna get them to do it." Mm-hmm. Like she literally says that. Well, there must be a lot of crazy people around. Clearly. Mm-hmm. So she found somebody, and he did it. And it was one of those things where you're like. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, th- this guy was a lieutenant, I believe, is what they mm-hmm. kept calling him. Yeah. That means which, is, he was which is lieutenant in, 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 in British. In British, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, he's got a commission. He's he's, 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 he's on his way up in the world. Mm-hmm. And she convinces him to literally stab an important person. Yes. But it's the like, crazy God thing damn. for me is, and it makes me feel bad because... So this this kid, this lieutenant, who's the name Fuller, Feller, or something like that. Felton. Felton, right? He, the the we are introduced to him, and the way that we meet the Wilter, the Wilder is like, you know, this is basically my son. I saved your life multiple occasions. I've tutored you, you know, and and the, and the kid responds with that same level of, like, yes, this is the per. I've been working with him for three years, and he's been there for me and all this stuff. And then the winter show, or the the wilder, the winter, the winter, the winter shows and tells him the story, or at least a story, and tells him that she's branded. Mm-hmm. And so on one hand, this kid's got this woman that he's never met, whom he's been guarded against by the person that he views as a mentor and a father. And then you've got the woman, and at, at no point there's not like we never hear any doubt in this kid's mind, like. You know, but she's well. I guess there's one scene, there's one particular moment where she lets her mask slip a little bit, mm. and he wakes up a little bit. But it's just like, yo, bro, like you've known her for four days, and all of a sudden you're like falling madly and obsessed with her, and she's an angel that must be saved. Mm-hmm. And three years of this guy like saving your life and mentoring you and all of this out the window, mm. just gone. Yep. That's just, that's just like what bad what, shit what? crazy. What the what? And, of course, her story of how she got branded, like, 
this room with oh, no doors. Goodness. Oh, she was raped repeatedly and drugged. And then she's like, she wouldn't love him, so he branded me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sounds like a rape fantasy. If, I mean. if I can't have you, no one can. Yeah. It's that the, the crazy thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot saying that it sounded like a rape fantasy. It's a lot easier than than uh than, than, than branding her. He could have just had her head chopped off. Well, he wanted, I don't know, because right. that would yeah that would that, make more sense. Like, that would make more sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but think about her 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 track of um, seducing and corrupting. She is Dorian Gray from this book. She like seduced and corrupted every single man she's met since she was a nun in her early days, when, like a little girl. When she has her quote unquote trial, yeah. I loved how they did it, mm-hmm. where each accuser mm-hmm. made their accusation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I love how uh, Porthos and Aramis, basically their job was like, I witness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I witness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, you, you guys just stand, we're here to stand to say I witness. Yes. Someone mm-hmm. needs and, to witness a third party. So D'Artagnan makes his thing. Athos so, makes his thing. And the winter when, makes his thing. The winter makes his thing. It's the same thing about being like being in a crackhead in the hood. It's like, uh, wh- well, what do you do here? And it's like, well, generally I smoke crack mm-hmm. and, I, and I tell people what I see, mm-hmm. whether that's true or not. Right, nobody but, will ever know. But that's one of the points of the book, books that I actually enjoyed. Where Athos is finishing his thing, he's like, I married this woman and she was branded, and she she tries to dig in at that point. She's like, let's see, you find someone to to agree to that comment. To, to, and the guy, the person he happens to find in town, <laughs> takes off the red cloak. I can. Like, and I love how they describe, because all the time, even when she's kind of despairing or anything, mm-hmm. it's more of like an angry despair. But this time they're like, she's she afraid. Yeah, yep. she backed up like, to the wall. She's, she's like, oh. Because, mm-hmm. again, to, to start her, 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 her evilness, yeah. she seduced his brother. Yep. Her, her, his brother, the priest. The priest into leaving the church. No, no, no. And stealing from the church. Yeah, yeah. No, no. There was one before. So she was at the monastery. She she seduced the priest. That's and his then brother. When no. Yes. Say what you were going to say. No, the the priest was his brother, and he got arrested because his brother escaped. I know, but if I recall correctly, I might be wrong, but I I'm like ninety percent sure. That when she was incarcerated the first time, she found someone, and that guy turned out to be her brother. She originally introduced a priest, and then she she got kicked out or something, and then she where at that next holding cell, she tried to escape, and she used this guy's brother as an attempt to flee, and that's where they got caught when they were leaving, and the brother got back, and she got or she, no she got branded. And that at that moment, but I don't think he was the first. I think he was the second person. No, no, no. He he was the first because he stole. From, the, the reason they got caught, he stole from the, the church for her. Mm-hmm. Then they both tried to escape. They both got caught. She got branded. They both escaped, mm-hmm. and that's why I remember this guy couldn't leave. Yeah. They yeah. held until him his, until his brother was came captured. back. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember stay. that part. I so, just felt like there was somebody before. Like that, his brother wasn't the first one. That's no. how I understood it. His, okay. His, his okay. brother was the first one, and the reason but I like he, your story. Thanks. The reason he got to get out is because she dumped his brother mm-hmm. when she went to marry Athos, mm-hmm. and that's when his brother came back just to make sure that this guy got released and hung himself in the prison. Mm-hmm. So, so this guy's got like extra, like oh, 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 she dumped you after she ruined your entire life. Right. Oh, I'm going to find her. And mm-hmm. he's been searching for her ever since. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, not ever since. Well, no, he found her and then he branded her. He branded her, and but she he, got away. Right. And then, I, I just imagine, like, how long you could be with someone and, and and even, like, being together in bed and all of this and not seeing their shoulder. Like, right. like they were together. They they eloped in some fashion. Mm-hmm. They, they do the things. And then all of a sudden, it just... Your shoulders got this thing on it. It's like it's different times. It's a birthmark. It's different times. <laughs> just to, just to look at it during the light. It's, it's just yeah. a it's just a birthmark. I swear. We can't <laughs> we can't do the, the 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 thing until it's dark out and you can't see me naked. That's right. It's indecent. W. So does the Florida Lee just mean everybody who's who's has it? Well, from is, what, is a criminal. From my understanding, you get branded, like 
when it's decided that you're going to be executed. Ah. So no one alive should have that branding. Ah. The point of the brand is to make sure if you happen to escape, yes. everyone can know, but like, you're such a horrible person that ah. you're supposed to be dead. Gotcha. Because nobody, nobody had orange clothes back then. Basically. Ah. Which is why... Every, orange? Yeah. The, prison the clothes. Oh. Yeah. Which is why every time someone sees it, they're like, what kind of horrible person are you? Yes. Because it literally tells you, this is a death row <laughs> inmate right. mm-hmm. that should be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tore the tags off her mattress. How dare you? Because <laughs> you saw how, like... <laughs> <laughs> when, when Athos... What was it? She, she was fainting, and he went to grab her dress, and it came... And then he went to hang her. Mm-hmm. They never explained how she survived the hanging. Hmm? She probably seduced somebody else. That's right. And mm-hmm. then... Um, Cut me down. And then I of swear. Course, I have money. We'll D'Artagnan, That's right. early morning after mm-hmm. the, 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 the fun time, sees a... And he goes into shock. But her, now knowing how people react to the brand, trying mm-hmm. to kill D'Artagnan mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one should know my secret. That's right. And the handmaid that that served her all that time, Kitty, Kitty yeah. that never got suspicious that she couldn't see her shoulder? Like, you could That's see right. everything but this one shoulder. Right. Don't look, don't look. Stare at all the tits you want, just not the shoulder. <laughs> I, no, mean. Totally. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, that, that handmaid didn't... She, she, after, after the house scene, she disappeared. Yo, that, mm-hmm. that scene was crazy. Where she poisons her? Mm-hmm. <sighs> How did you feel about that? Um... Now that you ask me, I'm wondering if I should have felt something about it. Well, he- here's why I say that. You're a psychopath. You so this nothing. young lady... She had no money. She was worth nothing. So this young lady... Madame Bonacieux. Madame Bonacieux. She, she helped the queen with these intrigues. She, she did all these, like, all these things, mm-hmm. which in my mind made her seem like a capable, intelligent... Mm-hmm cautious person mm-hmm. but somehow she has like no caution yeah when talking to this one other woman mm-hmm. and like that didn't feel right to me like, oh, like I, I felt she should have she should have been like you know i'm here mm-hmm. but she's like oh no i i i am punished by the cardinal <gasps> oh let me tell you about my problems like i don't feel like she like someone who's been through everything mm-hmm. yeah she had been through the book she she would have done that Hmm. I think, I'm trying to think it was about. a lack of it was a lack of respect for people of lower class. What do you mean? Meaning because she was of a lower class, she couldn't do anything to hurt her. It's like uh like if you're maid or whatever, you know, like a kitten, you know, they they of they have so little status, low status in this in this world that, you know, like, you know, with, with all the information you had in eating me, it, people wouldn't believe you because, you know, you're, you're no one. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Kitty. I'm oh. talking about when Banasher is talking to Milady. The, the, the oh, okay. and wife she rev- of um, the owner of the hotel ah, okay. that uh, was running errands and messages and stuff mm-hmm. and doing all that. Right, and she just reveals everything to my lady. Like, I read through that and I was like, I don't feel like she would have revealed it that quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she has been part of Political intrigue. Yes, I feel like she would have been a little more cautious. Yeah. On the other side, I thought you were talking about Kitty, but I, I still kind of feel like it works. That you know, at some point, you tell things to people who couldn't harm you. Like you know what I mean? You, you, you it's like uh, I'll confide in you because you you have no con- right. you know, Like you're no of, of no harm to me. Any kind yeah, of and what I mean, my t- my point is like you're talking about the woman who successfully seduced a zealot uh, military man from underneath the the eyes of his father mentor in a span of four days right Right. and and this is this is like a a, a feeble feeble minded woman in this supposedly sacred space and they're together they've supposedly suffered the same plights they probably you know they know the same people so this must be a sister that I can talk to especially since it sounds like there wasn't a lot of people and so when you're alone well, for a long yeah, it's time, a you're not yeah, yeah. To so at, when you when <laughs> ah, you throw in like how long Bunisher's been there, probably seeking some sort of companionship, loneliness, all of that lends itself to to an attachment forming really quickly. Yeah, but it was like 15 minutes. Well, yeah, but you know they like, had lunch together. Like if the, if they did it over the course of like like with Felton, maybe a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know, but Felton was a, a but you've never met people tougher, like that who, a tougher um, nut to crack who tell you everything about themselves or like like 
deep, deep, you know, in-depth part of their lives, mm-hmm. and they've just met you, and it's like, I just feel like we've known each other forever. Yeah, I've met so many people shit. like that, and especially on the, especially on the train. <laughs> people just want to. People tell me I have that kind of face that I can just trust. It's like I don't want you to. <laughs> I don't want you. What to what, what face do I have to make so that so you lie to me or that you won't say anything? Anything. Yeah, just stop talking that. to me. That's <laughs> not attractive. <laughs> See, that's the face you make. <laughs> Open your eyes wide. No, and, no, 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 no. Slap no. John Dennis. Negative. <laughs> but it's, seriously, like you get on the train and people just like, can I tell you something? It's like, please don't. <laughs> But yeah, that, that was that was the only thing that kind of bothered me. I was that, like, oh, see, uh... I was a little, I was a little chafed at the point where she reveals the paper and gives her the letter, right. hands that like everything else again. Like I can understand, but to the point where she's like, look at my letter. That's something that I feel like for so, for someone who was in the habit of being secretive about messages, right. that specific action for me caught me a little bit, and I was just like, she handed over the letter. That doesn't... Mm. Right. Where in the first, like, ten chapters, anytime D'Artagnan asks her a question, it's, it's not, not my, my secret yeah. to tell. But that, it, that was her secret to tell. Because she's, le- she's being rescued by... Right. But technically, in the letter, one of the secrets in the letter mm-hmm. is who wrote the letter. She's but revealing them. But that's something that I think... Um, how could I say? Like, when you get to a certain stratus within society... You can you get into the this thing of like noting and and seeing recognizing handwriting mm-hmm. that might not be something Madame Bonacieux is like thinks everybody thinks about or yeah. automatically associates with this person. Plus, this is you know the, given the timing, not a lot of people can write. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not a people, not a lot of people are literate. But it did seem like every fucking person in this book knew every single piece of handwriting, handwriting that was yeah. presented to them. Nobody yeah. was like. Who's this letter from? I don't recognize that like, E. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know this E. It's a particular little squiggle made mm. by, oh, they probably the all cardinal. Had the, they probably all had, a, like, a similar teacher, if not the same teacher. Right. Hmm, maybe. But, yeah, that, just that interaction, I was like, eh. Though, the the ending of that interaction, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, that. Like, I was like, okay, they're there. They're there. She can't get her the move. Well, will she... Like, I was waiting for, like, oh, she's going to stab her or something. Mm-hmm. or Because uh, she always gets into, like, these super vicious modes where, mm-hmm. and, you know. Well, no, were... but she wanted to get back at that time. And she well, knew that he was coming. So she knew that he would see her well, even if, die of poisoning. Even if she just stabs her. That's right. It's like, oh, she's dead. But she probably did the poisoning because she wanted her to, like, say my name. You heard my name? Make sure, make sure as you die, you say my name. So he knows. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Would he want... I don't know. Because that's the only reason she would do a poisoning. Just because just seeing her die, she's still dying if you stab her and she's bleeding to death on the floor. Right. But there's it's a different experience, right? When you walk into a room and you see someone dying, immediately you're arrested and you're like, I need to help her. Uh, but there's a different experience when you meet someone and you both think that everything is okay. And then all of a sudden this person that you were so excited about, it's like, it's a... It's a different emotional trip, I think. You're like, oh my God, I love you, blah, blah, blah. What's wrong, you know? And then all of a sudden, dead. What the deuce? I, what the dickens? I liked um, uh, Athos, Athos during the hell situation. Because at one point, he's just sitting. It's like, because they, they made that wonderful description. This guy comes in with his gun smoking. The other mm-hmm. two comes mm-hmm. with their, draw- mm-hmm. their swords drawn. Athos walks in and sits down. Because mm-hmm. you know he's that he's that he is that upper echelon guy. He's like, yeah, we did it. Sits down. The lady starts dying. He still hasn't gotten up. Mm-hmm. She's, a, and then she's like, she, not the name, just she. Who is she? Like he immediately just out of his chair and mm-hmm. super intense. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, oh. And of course, there's only one she in the world. And, and all of a sudden, that that triggers D'Artagnan and. All that stuff. and Yeah. Uh, Which I, I also thought was, um, it was a little bit refreshing, I guess, how emotional the men are in this book. Like, they are they're, French. They're, <clears throat> I guess, uh, is that a thing? I don't know, but oh. I feel like it is. But it's just like, you know, he, he's like sobbing over this woman, and I think he holds Athos, and Athos starts crying with him. Mm-hmm. And it was just a little bit refreshing, a little nice to hear about men being openly emotional and, and agitated and upset. Well, generally, like in and these, these like, older stories, mm-hmm. the way you like picture British men is very 
stiff upper lip staunch. and you know very staunch and yeah. it's like and it's like it hurt me when you died but i would not cry mm-hmm. well it's, i mean even when he like, left it's like unbecoming yeah when but he like left with, his with home frenchmen they are very uh, you, you know they're very emotive and it's like well, uh, more wine, more women. <laughs> ah, in the death, he was terrible. I, well, I don't know even why I'm doing a horrible Spanish accent for French, but I am. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, even yeah. between the sobbing, they, they do throw in some of the machismo. Remember when he's trying to get D'Artagnan to move? Yeah. And D'Artagnan's just like laying on her body. He, he's mm-hmm. like, we, women cry for the dead. Men avenge them. That's yeah. right. I did the same accent. <laughs> <laughs> Someone out there is like, that's not what we that's sound not, like. It's not what we do saying. have 1% French listeners. That's right. So to those of you who listen to the podcast, yes. thank you. Uh, and, uh, and we're reach sorry. Reach out. We're yes. sorry for terrible accents. Yes. We're just a couple Please of New Yorkers having with fun. with audio, <laughs> showing us how we should do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but no, the, that scene was crazy. Uh, especially since uh, Milady is like she she like allows herself to like exclaim like this isn't how I wanted the revenge to be mm-hmm. and she runs away. Um, that was that was intense. interesting, yeah. And then of course when they the his plan to catch her wouldn't have worked if they didn't have lackeys. Yes, mm-hmm. the entire time in in my mind I was like. Why do they keep describing these poor saps? <laughs> and then they become basically the one of the most instrumental parts of the end. Yes, That's right. They the are, interns absolutely. of the French world. <laughs> right. Because yeah. like, he, he gets everybody riled up like, yeah. And then he's like, all right, let's go into this nice hotel and we're going to sleep the night. And everyone's like, what? But she'll, and he's like, no, 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 I've got this. And because he says, I got this, D'Artagnan's like, okay, I'll go. But the other, the other three... The winter and the mm-hmm, two other mm-hmm. musketeers are like what? And then he, that's when he finally spits it out. Oh, she's my wife. And I love how they, they describe the Tanians like he gets a smile on his face because he knew the moment he's willing to reveal his secret, she's going to die. Mm-hmm. That's right. what that's what it told the Tanians mm-hmm. like. Oh, okay, good, good. So he went up he, to his he's room. He's actually mad now. The the other two musketeers were just like, oh, <laughs> we know his secret. That's right. It Can came out. Be- it came close to coming out a couple of times during the book. Right. But he managed to keep because it also then ties into who he actually is and his real name. He kept it in the vault. And yeah. Yes. And as awful as the winter knows the woman to be. Yes. Hearing it, he's like, "Oh, this guy must be crazy." Yep. Think about it. that's how well she had him wrapped around. Mm-hmm. He he now knows how awful of a person she is and all the things she does, and still hearing some more things about her, he's like, "Oh, nah." Yeah. <laughs> like that 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 was funny to me. I was like, "Wait, what do you mean?" Well, the winter when he heard this guy say, it describes him as thinking that Athos has just lost his mind. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that's how confounding she was of a villain. That this guy's like, yeah, I know the evil thing she did to me, but your wife, please. Could you imagine being married to her? Yeah. In that case. I mean, it seems like it. it, it uncork it, on it, your wine bottles. <laughs> it's like in front of me. It's like I'm not letting you uncork anything. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it, it on, honestly sounds like the marriage would only last about a week, anyways, yep. and yeah. then you'd be dead. And then you're dead, and she's got your money. <laughs> Dennis. Yes. What did you think of the ending? Everything. Well, the book, the ending, the characters. The ending was so good to me that I think one justice was served. I am one of those people who always think. Uh, in some cases, mm-hmm. why shouldn't you just get your head cut off? Mm-hmm. I, I think that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, Wait. if I was like an old medieval king, mm-hmm. it's like it'd be a, it'd be a lot of people without their head. <laughs> I'd be one of those. I think you're not a medieval. Yeah, I'd be king. one of those kings who's like, oh, this this co- this castle doesn't have enough spikes. Oh, I have a lot of people coming over. <laughs> 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 um, I thought the book itself, I enjoyed like the honor part of it mm-hmm. you know the, the, the parts where like they, the on guard yeah, you know the, no just the the, the, <laughs> the honor like where it's like you know the, i like books that uh th- that where ethics are shown was like okay we don't do this unless this happens and specifically it has to happen mm-hmm. it can't be a thing that we just do because we feel like it no mm-hmm. it has to ha- it has to happen because of reason and it's like if we're gonna cut somebody's head off it's it like we have to give them, and it's even if we give them you know a sham trial mm-hmm. we're giving them a trial and it's like we know you did this. Mm-hmm. Now you will die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. What'd you think of the, the right before she loses her head, uh-huh. that little mini interaction? Because I thought that was awesome. I thought it was great. Because thought it was great. 
because just like you spoke about, there, yeah. there, there are rules. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you kill a person, mm-hmm. even though they've committed crimes, yes. and if you kill them, but without a proper trial yes. and a proper executioner being then paid, that's an assassin. You, you count as an assassin. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they hand the executioner money. Oh, yes. Athos yes. is like, to show that so this much, is yeah. a proper blah, 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 yep. I hand you this money, and you are now officially an executioner. Yep. And I love the executioner. He's like, He's like I, I received, received this your money, money and I tossed toss it, it away because I enjoyed this too much. <laughs> like He's he, like, this is yeah. a debt owed. So yes. Like, he admits it. He's like, I'm going to enjoy killing you. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, I sharpened my knife. Well, I really like <laughs> the point where she's like, she's about to die. She mm. knows she's about to die. She's kneeling. And she goes, well, I'll do this. And one of them says, you did that already. She's like, oh, well, I'll do that. Uh-huh. And the other one's like, you did that already. <laughs> and then exactly. she's like, I'll join the nun. He's like, you started your life as, as a nun. nun. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, like, she's expired everything. You committed your crimes as a nun. Mm-hmm. So uh, there goes that idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or when they're walking her to the execution site and she talks to the first two lackeys. Yeah, and he's like, replace these lackeys. Yeah. She's spoken to them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're, they're tainted. They're broke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like, only get like three right. words and then you're done. That's, that's a big, big chunk of respect to yeah. her. Yep. Where it's like, oh, she said a whole sentence. Yeah. They are broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. It's almost like her words are just like, just <laughs> witchcraft. Um, I did not know much about this book going in, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. The movie ruined it for me. Uh, did it? Okay. So yeah. what was it like compared to? Because the, the movie was so kind of uh, straightforward. You know, like it's a sh- they only got an hour to tell the story, mm-hmm. so they got to they got to keep it moving. So it's not like the book mm-hmm. at all. Right. So um, there's no. They like, do hate the cardinal. Okay. Yes. Um, but it's not the same story. Okay. And he so gets his like, up comeuppance in the end. Yeah. 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 The cardinal does. Yes. Yes. Oh shit. Okay. Well, we're in the book where he did. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I know that uh, angers some of us. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it was just like it was a whole different story. So it was like, um, you can kind of like in the in the movie, D'Artagnan was kind of already a you know a musketeer. Like Mm -hmm. even though he wasn't officially a musketeer, he was a musketeer. Mm -hmm. He's one of us kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas at the end, you know, like D'Artagnan is like. The musketeer. Yeah. It's like, uh, what, what happened to the other three guys? What, what, what three guys? It's just me. Yeah. I am the musketeer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? It's like Isn't the, the book is the, no, the book is called Three Musketeers. It's called there was three of you and you. Uh-huh. So what happened to the other three guys? Oh, they, they've they've not they're not here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they're out we, to lunch. We never permanent. went to get them after that trip we took. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. We dropped the lady off on the other side of the of the river, and then uh, <laughs> you know they kind of disappeared. The scene where they need to have the discussion and they make a bet with everyone at the bar that they're going to hold up mm-hmm. inside of that fort or whatever for an hour. I enjoyed the hell out of that. <laughs> that shit was so good. But the whole thing, I think part of the thing I enjoyed the most, I love that Porthos is so fucking thick because he doesn't understand why they're putting the dead bodies out there <laughs> so that they can escape and the whole thing and the conversations. And it's almost like every time there's a plan, it's almost like, there's a betting almost like uh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Can we get a better one? Can we get a better one? And sold. Yeah. I think what I enjoyed about Porthos is that everyone knew he's an idiot. Yes. To the point where Milady's talking to <coughs> che- Chevalier, Chevalier, Rose, whatever his uh, name is. I hope it's not his name. Is not Chevalier. Uh, um. Well, that's his title. But either way, when she's talking to him, Richler. Rich, no. Yeah. Is it? No, that's... That's yeah, the Cardinal. Yeah. That's too many names and nicknames. The, the guy that D'Artagnan really wanted to fight, mm-hmm. yeah, he finally fights him yeah. once they're all both yeah. famous yeah, yeah, yeah. and rich and yeah. now they're friends, mm-hmm. which is, of course. Yeah, of yeah. course. But... A little bow on top. When, when she's describing everybody, and she's like, D'Artagnan and, and Athos, they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. They must be killed. Uh, Aramis, I know his lady. We can blackmail him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fourth one. Uh, Porthos, he's a booby. She calls him a booby. <laughs> and then he in turn he's calls. When he's reciting everything back, it's like, Porthos is an yes. ass. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're, they're just going to slap different uh, body mm-hmm. parts to name him because. Every single person. <laughs> no, in respect. This, yeah. <laughs> no respect. No yeah. respect. But what did you guys think of the scene where they're holed up in the, in the thing? Um, the fort. For that, in the fort for the hour. I, I thought I that mean, was like one of the highlights great. of the book. I really enjoyed that scene. Scene, yes. Them 
continuing to sucker people out of their money. Well, no, just the fact that they're there trying to have lunch and that the the the, the, the war happening around them is almost <laughs> like an inconvenience. Like, no, 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 we're not leaving. We haven't finished our wine yet. Yeah. Well, the, everything that wasn't them hanging out yeah. was an inconvenience. Yes, that's like, true. Like, any time to discuss, like, anything they had to do. It's like, yes, we can da-da-da-da. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like every time they have somebody, they had somebody to go kill. It's like I have to go kill this person first. Mm-hmm. And like I'm in the middle of the duel, and it's like, well, we have this duel first. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh god. It's like I would kill you now, but I have something planned already. <laughs> and then like, e- even when they described D'Artagnan getting his job as a soldier for somebody else, they're like, that guy really lucked out because he didn't get a soldier; he got four mm-hmm. because they would just be hanging out with D'Artagnan on guard. Yeah. So it's just like the guy's like, ha, extra people, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. These guys are literally the slack-offs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, everyone loves them. Yep. Because they do. They, they encountered, what, over 10 different dueling slash like, like life-and-death situations mm-hmm. over the course of this book. And they always live. Oh, and the scene where they're having the discussion and the cardinal tries to hide behind a bush. Yeah. yeah. And then the lackey says, calls him out and, and what, um, Athos gets yes. mad. Because his lackey's not allowed to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His 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 lackey uh-huh. can sign things to him. Nah, but he actually spoke. So r- rather than like, good job, you did a good thing. Bad lackey, <laughs> you made words. Yeah, <laughs> you made sounds. You you bothered right. me. Mm. And then they they made him eat the letter. Well, that was I thought that was cute. I thought that was cute because he's like, as punishment for speaking, you have to eat this letter. But you get wine. But then you get the wine. And so the lackey's like eating the paper like, oh, that wine. I can't wait. Because, of course, they have good wine. Yeah. Spanish wine. French. French. There was one scene um, where they're talking about having wine and they mentioned that um, they're having Bordeaux. Mm -hmm. And the author pens in. He's like, you know, Bordeaux wasn't as famous as it is now, Ah. but it was still just as delicious. And so it was still enjoyed very much by Mm -hmm. whoever it was that was drinking it, whichever one. There were a couple of really enjoyable scenes. I like the scene where they're having the verbal duel with the Cardinal as the Cardinal's like trying to hide and eavesdrop on them. I like the scene where they hold up in the fort. Uh, The scene at the very end with the the trial was really good. Yes. Um, But overall, the whole book... If it's just like I, like I don't know what I the vibe the feeling whatever I thought it was gonna be isn't what it turned out to be definitely um I thought there'd be more heroics yeah, yeah. and instead it was just like a lot of butthurt feelings True. and then avenging those butthurt feelings and yes. also the movie made me think there was gonna be more rope swinging rope swinging yeah in the, in the movie there's a lot of swinging like swinging from ropes oh. in, in like Indiana Jones type swinging yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. it's like oh. there's not enough ropes windows. in this book. <laughs> Um, for me, it was, I was waiting because, so here's what the Cardinal was supposed to be mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. Darth Sidious. Oh, yeah. He's moving behind the scenes. And he technically was. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get his comeuppance. That's right. See, I, he's very un, un, un-Senator Palpatine. Yeah, he, he just, he's just there. That's right. He's, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if anything... I feel like she was more Darth Sidious than he was. The way that she was like, no matter what was going on, she was able to pivot the situation. And anytime any new information, anything that was going on, she always kept her cool. She was always like... like See, that's the thing. She lost her head. So in this, again, if I'm going to stick to Star Wars... She Uh was more General Grievous. No. No, you don't think so? Oh, you're thinking Dooku? She's Dooku. Uh, Yeah. Because Dooku never loses his calm either. That's true. But he does lose his head. He's calculating as fuck, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see. And also an aristocrat. Oh, yeah. No. So, yeah, so she's Dooku, she's basically. Dooku. She's a, a Dooku Dorian Gray. So now we know. <laughs> Holy crap. Three Musketeers is, is Star Wars. It is, because here's the other thing. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. The Cardinal loves D'Artagnan. Yes. And he's kind of grooming him. Yes. Getting him promoted. <gasps> yes. Anakin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... We just kind of fell into it. Yep. <laughs> Fan casting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Let's go. Um, oh, damn. Um, I kind of want to put Danny DeVito as Porthos. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <Jesus>. die. <laughs> Why? Because Porthos is also the one they, they, they... He's round and dumb. But they also refer to him as Ajax. But he's round and dumb. This so. is a short round can. 
<laughs> They're referring to the giant Greek. Man. I understand, but still. First okay, you said okay. Ajax, and I thought, well, that too is short and round. <laughs> so, okay, Danny DeVito. Oh, just, you know, because that's what I thought. But DeVito can pull off all the, the dumbass things, mm-hmm. and then he dresses up in the nice clothing to show yeah. everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's the scene at the end where he's getting dressed for his wedding, mm-hmm. and he's, like, fashioning his suit in the mirror. Come no. on. <sighs> that, like, reading how they all went their separate ways... And he literally just waited till the lady's husband died and married her. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, all right. That's right. I guess. She'll I guess, be, I, I guess she'll be we rich. can hang out <laughs> together now. She'll he's, be rich. He's literally a gold digger. Yep. I really like um, when D'Artagnan offered him the, the letter written by the cardinal yes. uh, officiating him as a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was Athos was like, it's, it's, above, it's, it's above my... It's above Athos and it's below... Um, his, his his proper real name. Real name. Yeah. I was like, oh, I really like that. That little like way mm-hmm. of saying like, no, you can have it. It's yeah. cute. It's, it's cute. You, fam. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Okay, so casting. Hello. Uh, I've seen I've seen the movie so many times. I keep thinking of the same the people. Yeah, the actual actors that played them. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Keith or Sutherland, and uh, who's D'Artagnan? Uh, he was played by uh, what was the last one I saw? A swashbuckling youngster. Yeah, yeah, he's played. He's played by some guy that the guy I can't remember his name. Justin Chambers, who's the one of the actors in Greatest Anatomy. So now yeah, that's, that's why I keep saying seeing Got him as that now, but he's not also not but, as but young you, anymore. You went as far as that Danny DeVito. Chris Evans, mm-hmm. not Chris Evans. Chris um, Chris O'Donnell was uh the guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, at one point oh. he, in one movie, one of the yeah. versions, he was he was the uh, D'Artagnan. But I don't mean enemies, or I don't know who that is. You do know. Who that is. I'm sure I do. I just you don't remember people because you don't you don't be remembering stuff. You right. Um, I mean, if we're gonna throw Danny DeVito in there, <laughs> and the Cardinal I remember was um was the guy that played it. His name is Tim. Curry. Yes, Tim Curry. Mm. Huh. So huh. I like I keep really remember- as yeah, a Cardinal as well. Yeah, one of the versions. I think the Disney version he played the Cardinal. I mean, that I, makes I, sense. I, I, I would love to have Tim Curry as yeah. our Cardinal. Yeah, but like crazy Tim Curry. Oh, okay. Hmm. So so the 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 guy that. Continually pisses off D'Artagnan and he's chasing him. That he wasn't in the movies. Oh, wow. But mm-hmm. I know who I would love to cast him, even though he's no longer with us. Who? Who? Rickman. Oh. Have yeah, you ever seen him play uh, the, the sheriff oh. in Nottingham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and played in the same way. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just that much of an <laughs> awesome, like, way, yeah. yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, yeah. And then it would make all the sense that he keeps missing off their tent. <laughs> <and coming laughs> <all those> t- <laughs> like, yes. So I'm trying to think who I would have as the main three musketeers. And I'm drawing blanks. Well, if that's cross. the case, now I want um, the guy that played Robin Hood to play uh, D'Artagnan in that <laughs> case. <laughs> kind of replace him. But, you know, like he's much older and a little, yeah. little, little chubby now. <laughs> I was oh. like, a little, little bit. A little heavy now. I feel like, um, what's his name? The Carrie from. The uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the one, the main guy, Star Lord. Star Lord. I uh, feel like he could Pratt. be D'Artagnan. Chris Evans, Pr- Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, Pratt. Could be D'Artagnan. I feel like he could run around just swashbuckling and being yes. like consistently. I've apologized saying, once. I'm not doing it again. Yes, that works. Yeah, he, yeah that could work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who should be, Milady? Oh, that would be. It depends. How old is she supposed to be? Like in well, her 30s? She's supposed to still look vibrant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So consider say somebody in her 20s, the late, maybe late 20s. Late 20s. Because remember, they, the, the women married young. Mm-hmm. Yes, or very, very young. It's yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you just hit puberty? <laughs> then you're perfectly correct. Right. Yes. So yeah, she probably would have been in her late 20s. Hmm. It has to be someone who is like a lot heavy stats on beauty and charisma. And smart. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's like, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> kind of huh. taking out Hollywood there. It's like, uh, they don't like smart. Oh, I mean, but, there but are who, some. Who smart, projects, smart make front lines on your forehead. <laughs> who projects Yeah, smart? you're right. <laughs> <laughs> who, who projects smarts it, it, that we know of? Damn, that's hard. It's maybe just the nerd in me, but it, I, I, the first thing I go to is Lip Tyler, because she was an elf. <laughs> Because the way that, like, they talk about her is, like, an angelic kind of, like, radiant beauty. Mm-hmm. And her voice just, like, s- like 
just makes her seem so innocent and the whole thing. So I'm trying to think of someone who... Do you, any actresses that we know sing well? See, I'm not... Uh, the singing is a secondary, because mm-hmm. you can get someone to stand in and do the singing parts, but the, like, angelic qualities, the, mm-hmm. like, even, like... Because uh, I'm figuring she'd be one of those people that's very symmetrical. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to think who would do a role like that. So I guess she would be an American actress. I feel like uh, the Liv Tyler just works for that. Except I, she's probably a little too old now. Now, but, but I, like from her, like mm-hmm. when she was an elf. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see her playing those particular scenes when she's murderous, though. Yes, because mm. that's the other thing you need that off switch where it's like because every every time she she was ready to kill like every when they described it from the male point of view it's like oh shit i'm gonna die yeah mm-hmm. the look in her eye yeah. has killed me yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, holy shit yeah that could work um i'm drawing blanks yeah same this is kind of a hard movie to cast for yeah for uh, for real casting anyway mm-hmm. but if we were to switch to uh yeah comedic casting I ridiculous mean, that, casting that, that's what I figured Danny DeVito was there for yes. oh no I was casting him in the regular one <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no 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 when you said Danny DeVito I just started thinking the whole cast of uh, It's Always Sunny oh as, as, as you know as, and them doing a version of, but I'm thinking uh, of Three Musketeers I'm thinking of Danny DeVito because three guys in the, the main penguin, cast like earlier on when he's younger he was never young he was oh, okay. young. he's one of those people who looked old when they were young right. <laughs> like if you ever see him in his taxi days Mm-hmm. He's like, how old is that guy? <laughs> and he's like, he's he's twenty three. It's oh, like shit. what? Um, hmm. who's a well, larger got... person uh-huh. who can play dumb well? Pat Oswalt? No, he's he's very smart, but I'm sure he could play dumb. Um, think fat comedians. No, no, not not fat. Like mm-hmm. I, when when I think of like when when they just. Unfortunately, now that I've learned some of the Greek stuff, when I think Ajax, I, I'm literally thinking like the big, oh, fluffy. What? No, um, the guy who plays Thor. Oh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Hemsworth. That's not alternate casting. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, oh, you're still trying to actually cast. Right. Oh no. Who are we casting him as? Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Porthos. Who will we do for Athos and Aramis? See with. Ar- with Aramis, you need the guy who wants to be religious but likes the ladies. Hmm. So he's got to be kind of suave, but can pull off the. <gasps> oh, uh, what's his name? The um, he was in uh, King Kong. He was the the penis in the movie. Um, that you, very like aquiline feature. Um, his name is Adrian Brody. Yes. What do you think? That could work, yeah. See, this works. I don't know their names. Yeah. I just spit out their movies and then, then it fills in the gaps. You can pull off Pius. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a priest, but I will lay you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think he could emote well, like frustration. Like, oh, definitely. He's like a, getting mad yeah. at the food that he just ordered, not having any meat That's in right. it, even though he was religious it's when he ordered right. it. Right. That's right. I could see that happening. He killed a predator once. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. And as for Athos, he must basically be the the, the ultimate... Nobleman. See, ah. in the alternate casting, I would love to put George Carlin in that role. Oh, oh damn! Yeah, because he's he's he could be wise, but mm-hmm. he's always a jackass mm-hmm. in terms of like his his sarcasm. Robert Downey Jr. No, I mean he could. Yeah, he's he got could. the age. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Anthony Hopkins. Yes, I th- I think he's too old. We're not paying that close attention yeah, yeah. to age. We brought someone exactly. back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't think of him. And he's always seemed old to me. Like but he, he's he, an old character. He, he would, well, but he's not that old. Like Alan he, Rickman. Okay. He does makeup well too. Yeah. True. Yeah. Because for for Hopkins, I would cast him as um, Treville. Oh. oh, yeah, interesting. A general kind of right. Yeah, you know, that all that the gives all the time to. off that you could ever want right. with extra days and nights. Just two extra days and a few extra nights. Mm-hmm. It's not that much. Every time they ask for OT, a time yeah, off to get it. Come fine. on, man. Come on. It was man. just a war going Who's on. The it's not that. Well, you know who we have to put in this movie that we haven't put in there yet. Who? Connery. We, yeah, we'll get there. He's stuck in trying to actually cast it. So, uh, who would you put as Sean Connery? 
Cool. Put as Sean Connery. Well, Sean <laughs> yeah, Connery. <laughs> <laughs> like, what character would you assign him to? Mister <laughs> drinks water with a pinky up. Because <laughs> he is noble man. Yeah, he's noble. Let's see. Which lines do I want to hear blurted in that wonderful <laughs> Sean Connery? <laughs> oh God. Damn he. He could be, he could be any of them. Yeah, he could be any of them. I kind of would like to hear him like when they're in the fort and they're saying like, "No, no, no, we're not leaving. We haven't finished our wine yet." I would like that. I mean, now I'm seeing a playbill that says Sean Connery is <laughs> the three musketeers. <laughs> oh, <three. laughs> oh God! So who's D'Artagnan? <laughs> Sean Connery. No, 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 no. No. no, Sean Connery is the three musketeers. Yeah. But D'Artagnan is not a musketeer. He's uh, in tr- training. That's right. I mean, so, if Sean Connery, he's already like... William Shatner. Patrick oh Stewart is D'Artagnan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that movie would never end. Think, but think about a young... Oh, God! Think about, like, the, the young um, William Shatner, the punchy punchy from, like, the first season of Star Trek. He still has that cadence. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, and it's, it's even, I think, <laughs> it's worse then, because it's more natural, and it's the forced version that he's doing now, so. Think about it, when he's doing those long-ass soliloquies, talking about how he's in love, uh-huh. you have to hear that in Okay, so cadence. I think that's kind of the point. Right. But so who would you? What would I you put? Brendan, her. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we didn't cast a fool. What about Monsignor, um, uh, the ben, husband uh, the, that the, goes the hotel guy? Yeah. Uh, any slimy, creepy, <laughs> worm tonguey guy. Jack Black. That's crazy that at the end of the movie he doesn't even bother to find out what happens to his wife. No. That's crazy. Jack Black. For what? For for that guy. Hmm. But for the uh, the the one the one oh. man show, we make it a two man show. Yes. Right. So so, so you you have Sean Connery doing Patrick. the Three Musketeers and Patrick Stewart. No no no. Hmm? Because you need someone to be loud and obnoxious to be D'Artagnan. Ah. So just imagine you, you have Sean Connery making all these things. Oh, no. And then you hear, on guard, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's that? <laughs> Fucking, um. Samuel Jackson. Uh, that's why he's going to throw in the motherfucker. Because <laughs> think about it, Who gets insulted more than him? This motherfucker talking about my yellow horse. Imagine Samuel Jackson riding in on a piss yellow horse. <laughs> <laughs> think about it, He will. He will be insulted by and all those. And he would do that movie. <laughs> and then I want to cast Antonio Banderas as the guy that's always with the scar on his face that's always running away and like, and like <laughs> Samuel and Jackson is chasing Antonio. Antonio this is the worst production in history, and I see it twice. <laughs> you got Sean Connery in the background yeah. at all times in every. He's like, frame. you know, there's supposed to be like ten more characters, right? But <laughs> it would be like it would be Sean Connery, yep. but the way that they would actuate the different characters would be different camera angles. And him changing hats only. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Porthos, the camera would look down yeah. on him. Arthos, it would like look side on, and then Aramis, it would be like down to up to like glorify. And so you just have one Sean Connery doing <laughs> all three roles. <laughs> chasing after <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Who's <laughs> chasing after Antonio Banderas. Please make this movie so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. So we ha- there's a couple of characters. We're still, mi- we're still missing The Rock. Oh. And Keanu Reeves <laughs> from the usual lineup. Damn, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves could be um, Treville. Very general. Oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe, or I mean, <clears throat> I think he would pull off well when they're they're having the clock situation. Yeah, where D'Artagnan moves the clock, and mm-hmm. I can see Carrie's like, "Whoa, yeah. that was thirty minutes ago." <laughs> I thought it was so much later. Cool, dude. You can go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who do we all? Who's the 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 cardinal in the fan cast? Because even in a fan cast, I still want the cardinal to be someone a little bit sinister that can do like that. That like that like kind of serious tone even though Patrick it's Stewart. a fucking retarded thing no that's too close to real it's someone absurd but hmm, let me think about this Ian McKellen no 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 uh, it's gotta be ridiculous but ridiculous and Jim Carrey Jim Carrey can turn it on and off definitely yeah yeah 
So he could be the cardinal? Yes. As for the rock? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. He's Lord de Winter. Really? Absolutely. Why? So every time he comes into the prison to talk to her, he comes in doing the people's <laughs> eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's talking to whoever we cast as Felton. Who is Felton? I don't know, but <clears throat> he has to deliver it as the rock. I know who Felton is. So, so in third person, Lord de Winter told you not to talk to the lady. <laughs> what did Lord de Winter tell you? <laughs> Elijah Wood as Felton. And that could go either way. It could go real or, or alternate cast. Super blue eyes, mm-hmm, being creepy, yeah. and just that like passion, mm. you know. That would just work. Yeah. yeah. Dennis, any people you'd love to see play this role, either in in all the people you've named who've got me thinking about other movies and uh-huh. other things I've seen them in or want to see them in, or uh-huh. you know, or just in co- like now because you said The Rock, all I can think of is The Rock of dressed up as himself, his his, his former self, like the current. Or which rock. version of? I'm former sorry, my head is currently <laughs> filled with The Rock dressing up as himself. In costume. <laughs> That's all I can think about right now. What is I'm that having. Mean? I'm trying to clear my head so we can actually talk about something that makes sense. And all I can see is The Rock trying to do this. It doesn't work anymore. It's like, how does he do it? It's like, the, he is you. What are you talking about? It's pretending this like is what my work. head is like. Okay. That's why Wait. my writing sucks. <laughs> the people's champion. Yeah. Was there anyone else that we uh, normally cast? Sean Connery, yes. Keanu Reeves. Uh, well, now that Patrick Stewart's we, not in the movie, we don't have Patrick Stewart. He can be um, Buckingham. Oh, okay. So, okay. So yeah. we can get that, as they always say, that that super acting of Patrick yeah. Stewart. But when he's professing his love to the Queen, uh-huh. right. oh no. <laughs> yes. And then at the end, when he dies, the, oh, and we didn't really talk about the whole situation with Felton actually killing uh, Buckingham. Stabbed him. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, he stopped. No thoughts about him? Mm, he did. I, right. I mean, we already said that he was overzealous. Yep. Like, I, I was actually surprised with Buckingham. Mm-hmm. I, I get that this soldier comes from his boy. Yeah. But still, being in a room alone with him? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm about to sh- sail out to war, mm-hmm. I would be nervous at all times. Yes. Hmm. That's true. But he was just like, oh, yeah, sit down. I'm half naked because I just got out of the shower. So what do you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll sign a paper. And and then when the the, the conversation starts turning, mm-hmm. he has horrible security in his building. I yes. would have, yeah. I mean, the whole the whole thing just felt like weird. Like, why were they so far? Why couldn't where, they save him? Where he starts raising why didn't his he voice, call but immediately? No one still comes. Yeah, like why didn't he call immediately? Like as soon as this guy threatens him the first time, he's been like, I don't have to listen to this. We all listen. We all live in a hood. We all know that one situation where like the neighbors are like. You know, yelling and screaming, and it's like, um, that's their business. <laughs> but there's not supposed to be any yelling or screaming. Uh-huh. The guy was supposed to come, get a paper sign, and leave, aside from the fact that he was sent by someone who's a friend. So mm-hmm. what's the yelling? I, just that whole scene was just like, mm. Right, and the other thing that, like... I, I, I kind of understand that, you know, just living where I live, being where I'm from, and understanding that, like, you know, if somebody's yelling, it's like, that's their business. If you hear shots, then you duck. But otherwise... <laughs> Well, it's it's not even neighbors. Uh-huh. Like he has guards that uh-huh. are supposed to be outside, mm-hmm. but they were just like, "Oh, there's yelling." Yep. Okay, more yelling. Mm-hmm. But did he say help? Uh oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the guards aren't the first ones into the room. Mm-hmm. His assistant is. Yeah. And they don't show up until the assistant starts yelling, "Mother!" Well, then you know that's the that's the magic word. That's that's the the uh, the uh, how do you say the um. The, the safety the word? Sa- the, safety safe word. the safe word is murder. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. That, that scene was just like a little weird. And then at every other turn in the book, you, you look at someone foul, you're dead. Yes. And in this case, Felton kills Buckingham, and then he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. And he gets held, like held up outside. And I'm like, the guard didn't kill him immediately? For well, the guards didn't even grab him. Uh, De Winter does, that, which yeah, is that, crazy. Mm-hmm. The guards just say, "What? Someone died?" That's right. Wait, what do I get paid for? I mean, I was <laughs> on my fifteen. I don't know. That's right. I, I, am I gonna get paid for this? I've been there. I'm on break. <laughs> that's I'm it. on break. So, oh, that's another thing. That's right. I'm how do we out. feel about mm-hmm. De Winter's timing? Oh, how fast he caught up, or how he's always late. Because remember, he shows up to Buckingham Game Murder. Damn, I'm a minute late. Mm-hmm. And then when he's talking about chasing Milady, mm-hmm. 
I was I, I showed four up hours four hours after she left this day. Mm-hmm. I showed up three hours after she left this place. I showed up two hours after she left this place. And I guess I'm late now because I see a dead body. Mother... Well, I mean... I've been there, too. If, <laughs> if he was on time, then you couldn't say winter's coming. So, right. hey. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I'm just kidding. Apparently, we're growing corn on this podcast now. <laughs> Shut up, Dennis. <laughs> Screw you. I thought that joke was good. I think Thank it was you good, very too. Much. But I can still smell... The winter wheat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we've done our best to cast. This is a kind of a difficult. I don't think yeah. we've done our best, but no. I think we tried. We, <laughs> we tried. For, yes. You know, it's, it's hot. I mean, no one's hiring us to you know do actual casting anytime soon. Some, some, we, but I think we're casting some... basically five people <laughs> in all movies. <laughs> the yeah. greatest five. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna have to look up some, like, bring some new blood into. You're this. gonna call our casting company the usual suspects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I like it. <laughs> I am. I'm actually trying to think who else I might, um, who else would be kind of fun to throw into the mix, um, of of characters in general. I'm trying to think of some women that might be fun to kind of throw into this, uh, The Rock and and Sean Connery kind of r- routine. Hmm. I can't think of any now, but I'll I'll, I'll look up some for mm. next episode. I think. Yeah, so we'll I have figure a suggestion. It out. What's that? Up. You might not like it. Uh oh. Does it have boats in it? No. Oh, okay, good. Oh, of course not. He actually, wouldn't be the one to suggest. <laughs> actually, there's one. Boat. Cita- <gasps> citations? No. <laughs> no. Green eggs and ham. <laughs> I mean, that would be a quick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I love about Esteban. <laughs> All my ridiculous <laughs> suggestions, he at least considers them. <laughs> but I, uh, we were thinking about possibly doing more podcasts in the vein of the discussion we had mm-hmm. for Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. So if that was something you were interested in or if you had any ideas that mm-hmm. would, you know, concerning something you would like to hear about yeah. from a different perspectives from, or if you'd like to hear more from Sam and, uh, and, you know, and Tony, uh, we would love to do more podcasts with them. And, you know, like it, we, we really want to hear from our listeners and tell and like love you for you to tell us, you know, what you want to hear from us. We, we'd love yeah. to give you that. And we'd like to talk about pretty much anything. We're, we're a group with many, many interests and many um, opinions. Mm-hmm. We'd love to. And have, uh, as yeah. a as a side note, if you didn't if you weren't aware of Juneteenth uh, of, of the discussion that we had, we got together with fellow podcasters, uh, podcast hosts from Hermit and Homie, Sam and Tony, some mm-hmm. f- some good friends of mine. And we did a discussion for Juneteenth where where, uh, the five of us in total read a piece written by a black author from various points in time, different pieces, poetry, philosophy, biographies, that kind of stuff. And uh, we just had like a general discussion on on our thoughts on it and how it reflects to modern issues that are going on today and, and what it means. And if you're interested in seeing that, it was a really, really amazing discussion, really brilliant pieces were read. And it's available on YouTube. Yes. Um, it was originally an Instagram Live, so the format is an Instagram Live format. It's kind of vertical, mm-hmm. but um, I I tried to put up the art, the whatever literary pieces anyone was reading, so you can read them and listen to the um, to the podcast that to the discussion. And we were thinking about doing something similar for uh, something in the vein of a philosophy, where we again we'd have a couple of guests and we'd all read something. Um, philosophically based and we would all kind of talk about it and and that we were thinking about maybe having old books podcast discussions and kind of launching that as a thing yeah so if you watched Juneteenth and you got feedback let us have it we'd love to hear if you enjoyed it or if you'd like to hear us discuss things on Instagram live other topics could be some of the books that we've read could be other things yeah we're open to suggestions if you'd like to hear us talk about stuff we'd love we have we enjoy talking yes. so you know let us know what's up if you just want to talk about dogs we could do that we, we could got, do that. We, there's dogs between us yeah and, um i'd like to read something by by uh langston hughes and who's that he's a black author he's a very famous black author the, the king of who's that will tell me more and gives me the most pointed, well, you said bland. That, you know, I, I, have, on, I, I haven't read a lot by him, so I'd like to read more by him. All right, fine. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that then. Yeah. So we have a couple of options. There are also some other books that we have. A li- we have mm-hmm. a list including 
um, Animal Farm. And, oh, uh, that's kind of yeah, deep. We, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. we don't shy away from deep books. No, no, but just I just remember re- reading that in high school. It was just like I didn't read it, oh, so I don't. I'm not even saying really we can't read. It. I'm just saying I remember it being like it was like oh that's a, that's a that's a lot there. Oh well, that's I like, mean that's like four podcasts at least. No, that's like four episodes. I'm not afraid. But is it good? I wouldn't say it's bad or good. Oh, I would just say I would just say there's a lot there. You know, it's, it's you know it's just a it's rich in like subject matter because, mm. because it's talking about classism and things like that. Because mm-hmm. one of those man. books, <clears throat> one of those old books that it's an allegory. I'm I'm trying to run away from it's war and peace. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever quite get there. Maybe I don't know. Um, thank you so much to all our loyal listeners. Yes, thank you. We'll announce Gracias. what book we're gonna read on Instagram or and or Twitter. Yay! Um, our our favorite uh, human Esteban is handling our Instagram now. Officially Yay. assigned that role. That's right. Dennis, I'm gonna I'm gonna employ you to be our Twitter person. That's I think. Right. But um, so our Instagram is now called our Estagram. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this all day, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Um, thank you guys for listening, and thank you too for always for reading these books with me and and being on this podcast. Technically, we're cheating. It. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Facebook, uh, Old Books Podcast. We have a new uh, a new card, a new link card yep. for Instagram that also includes direct access to our email. Mm-hmm. So if you want to reach out to us via email to suggest a book or give us some direct feedback, if you d- don't want to put it on social media, we'd love for you to email us too. That would be dope. And um, is that it? Anything else, gentlemen? You want yeah, I'm thirsty too. Um, where can people find you if they want? Uh, you can find me at dmelo.dmelobk uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at the same name, dmelobk on Instagram. Uh, and, you know, my house. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't put that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling you, you my address, but you can, that's where you can find me. Esteban? Yeah, yeah, the, the old book stuff. And and then old there's books, other things. Podcast. Old books podcast. Yeah. Literally, old books podcast, right. all one word. Mm. Hashtag Esteban. No <laughs> hat. God knows it'll come up. No, no, no. You have to, ha- you have to hashtag DJ Muerzo <laughs> or DJ Cabeduro. <laughs> Cabezón. Cabeduro. And I am DJ Notoca. <laughs> um, we outie. Bye. Bye. Bye.